PFF NFL Daily. Today, reacting to the Thursday night football game, it was a crazy game, Sam. The Minnesota Vikings uh, were up 29 to nothing. What was the final? 36-28? Is that what we're looking at here? Yeah, 36-28 Minnesota. Sorry. Forgot for a minute. I was so locked into this 29 to nothing score. Uh, the Vikings, they, they've got a knack for playing one-score game, Sam. And, and we were trying to figure out how they're going to get to the one-score game. They're up 29 nothing, But they still found a way. Tipped interceptions, bad interceptions, giving up touchdowns. Crazy game Thursday Night Football. This was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> this game should have been an absolute beatdown from start to finish. The Steelers had essentially given up. Like, Mike Tomlin was looking disgusted with everything on the sideline, just, just annoyed by everybody's play. The Steelers couldn't snap the ball um, they, they couldn't get uh, Roethlisberger and Kendrick Green, the center, on the same page. They were having delay of game penalties. Guys were dropping the ball. Everything was going wrong for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Like, people were making the point, multiple people were making the point that it looked like a scripted um, practice, the way the Vikings were just marching down the field against Pittsburgh's defense. Like, the scripted practices where you know what's coming and therefore are always open. Um, this was absolutely ridiculous. And Minnesota has this completely in control. And then almost out of nowhere, Pittsburgh scores three touchdowns in five minutes or something like that. Um, and really only an absolute bomb from Kirk Cousins to KJ Osborne kind of rescued the game. And even then it came down to literally the final play of the game to to make sure that they couldn't tie it up and score. But, you know, Mike Zimmer was talking a while ago about how you know, this is the nature of the NFL, playing a sequence of one-score games, and that's just the way of things. That's what happens. But I think this was the game that showed why that is not true, and that you actually are you're a big determining factor in those one-score games. The Vikings kept settling for field goals and essentially allowing Pittsburgh the opportunity, however remote, to get back in this game. So much to unpack in this one, you know, because the, the first half, the Vikings, I mean, they were just running all over the Steelers. And it was just ridiculous. As, as much as we talk on this show, on our shows, about its box count and it's this and it's that, I felt like that it was exemplified in that first half, right? Like the Steelers had plays where they had like a four-man box. They just didn't have gaps covered. In the run right. game. And Dalvin Cook, who's awesome and fast and all that. So he looked really fast. He was great coming back from injury. Um, but he just had so much running room. And it wasn't necessarily dominant run blocking. It was just, man, the Steelers weren't getting aligned. They just didn't have gaps covered half the time. So the Vikings were running all over them. Uh, offensively, the Steelers couldn't do anything. Kendrick Green snapping the ball all over the place. Big Ben throws an interception on an RPO, which he hates. He hates RPOs. You know, you got to run pass option, pull it, throw it, throws a pick. So everything's going wrong for the Steelers. But then you get this point where I was half joking before the game. Hey, Big Ben can maybe turn back the clock because it's a dome. You know, his arm could look be better. He had some nice throws in there. It was kind of vintage Big Ben. I think all season, has he been good? Not really uh, in the grand scheme of things. But has he, does he at least, is he capable of this turn back the clock type of, you know, spurts? Uh, he had he had some of that, you know, the ability to throw the ball down the field a couple times. So uh, pretty exciting, ridiculous game. And yeah, the Vikings settling for field goals early on ended up being uh, almost what uh, what did them in. The uh, one of the 
the best I've seen Roethlisberger's arm look in years was there was one ridiculous bad snap that he bobbled that ended up being juggled by Najee Harris, ended up falling back in his hands, and out of sheer, like, panic, just fires it out to the right and hits <laughs> yeah. the guy, you know, beautifully. Like, that's the, the strongest his arms looked in a long time, where he just immediate panic adrenaline, like, rifles his, out of his hand as, as fast as humanly possible. But yeah, like, this was a game where Minnesota was almost scoring at will, and yet the NFL comes down to a few plays here or there, and when the Vikings were getting stopped, they were just electing to try and put three points on the board. But ultimately, when you're like, that's the problem with games like this is even when you get up 29, nothing as as huge a lead as that is, you can erase it pretty quickly when you're scoring touchdowns. And if you're only hitting field goals, it's very quick to to chew up that kind of deficit. And the Vikings kind of set their stall out right at the start of the game, fourth and three on their opening drive from Pittsburgh's 35-yard line. They go for the field goal, 53-yarder, and their kicker misses it wide left. Like, that should have been a scoring drive, and you should have gone for it. We saw how easy they were running all over Pittsburgh. That's the play that they essentially started off with and said, no, we're going we're gonna to keep this conservative. Now, okay, they still jumped out to this huge lead, but that could have been another touchdown drive that would have put them even further out of sight. I want to get to the comedy of errors, too, uh, for both teams at the end of, well, pretty much the entire second half. But first, football <laughs> fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game like we just saw. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge, huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only minimum five, $1, $5 deposit. $1 pitcher required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I mean, the Monday night football game, you got Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and it was like, hey, Belichick just wanted to play this mistake-free game and just... Whichever team doesn't make the mistakes wins, right? The, the Vikings and Steelers just kept trying to top each other at the end of the game, right? You've got Chase Claypool picks up a first down. They've got no timeouts. He's celebrating a first down. That was when, like, Larry Fitzgerald, the, the best thing he used to do is sprint the ball <laughs> to the referee and make sure, hey, we're going to get the, we're going to save as much time as possible. He celebrates a first down. Big Ben checks down with 10 seconds left on a shallow cross. Deontay Johnson somehow forces a missed tackle on Patrick Peterson. But why? Because Patrick Peterson goes for the fumble instead of just trying to tackle him to end the game. I mean, all of this stuff back and forth to just try to lose the game, I think, for, for both sides. It was amazing. And, you know, Bashar Breland had left the game with some kind of illness and ends up coming back late and just getting torched the second he comes back in the game. Like he coughs up the touchdown to Fryermuth uh, right at the end. And not just coughs it up, but is like lying face down on the floor by the time Fryermuth is walking into the end zone. He also gives up a huge play to Claypool on that final drive. Breland was, I mean, they were saying earlier in the game that, you know, they need to find 27, Cameron Dantzler, the third, fourth string cornerback, and just start going after him. You know, Chris Boyd has that ridiculous taunting penalty earlier in the game. 
basically everybody in the Viking secondary in terms of cornerbacks were getting lit up. But Breland comes back and you think, oh, some stability and just gets wrecked as badly as any of them. Yeah, the interesting thing I've said all season about the Steelers, right? I mean, they, they spent the offseason, well, yeah, we want to establish the run and we want to get this going. And uh, it, just just get your playmakers involved. Uh, you know, get Deontay Johnson involved. Get Chase Claypool involved. Uh, Claypool was all over the place. Uh, Mike Tomlin said he got benched earlier in the game because of his taunting penalty. Uh, but he also absolutely dominates at the catch point for about a 50-yarder to help flip the field. I mean, Claypool was just a roller coaster. And then the very last play of the game, uh, I know when you're watching on Twitter, everybody's like, oh, Fryermuth dropped it. Fryermuth dropped it. Harrison Smith comes in and really breaks up the pass. Big Ben puts it right on Fryermuth's hands, which was a fantastic throw. But Harrison Smith saves the game, knocking it away with the pass breakup. So there was just, just so much going on back and forth. And I think ultimately you've got two flawed teams that, that could sneak into the playoffs, but... Uh, very flawed, and we saw all of those, uh, all of the good and the bad, I think, on display for both teams in this one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I think even though the Vikings won this game and, you know, maybe rescue the season, save people's jobs, I think this game highlighted what's wrong with the team. Like, the fact that they weren't able to just keep the foot on the gas and absolutely run away and, you know, put up a huge... They put up a lot of points, but just keep running off into the distance and make this a dominant outing. That's the kind of thing that that not great teams do. You know, the the Vikings, the way they were in control, they they put up like three hundred yards in the first half. Right. Um. This and, game. I'm sorry. And their blitz package, like Pittsburgh, couldn't figure right. it out. Unblocked pressure on Big Ben left and right early on. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they play one or two teams a year that just cannot figure out that double A gap. Um you know, mug linebacker look where and just can't figure out how to protect it. And this was the game. This was the Steelers this week. Um, but this game just should have been so far out of sight from Minnesota. And they somehow conspired to almost collapse it right away. Yes, they won the game anyway. But I think the, the way the manner of the collapse and the manner of the fact that they weren't able to keep their foot on the gas and just cruise off into the distance highlights the issues with this team. Like that is why they are hovering around 500, not a true playoff team that, that is trying to contend for a Super Bowl. And I think the Steelers showed their issues, which was the offensive line, pass protection, inability to run block. They're good at the play, you know, outside on the perimeter with receivers and tight ends, but just not enough in this game. The defense was just uh, really bad early on. So Steelers 6-6-1, uh, six, six Vikings moved to 6-7, and a couple fringe playoff teams with an exciting, crazy Thursday night football game. It's PFF, NFL Daily.